you want, you can turn with me to 1 John chapter 4, and I'm going to begin in verse 7. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 7. And again, I just want to share just a few thoughts tonight, and then I'm going to have the worship team come back out, and we're going to, we're going to kind of pray, not kind of, but we're going to pray through the end of this message and, and just continue to pray for this weekend uh, as I just was praying and thinking about what to share tonight, just kind of going along. Again, we've been praying and fasting, as I mentioned. Those, a lot of y'all have been out, you have come to some prayer meetings, and we're gearing up for Saturday and Sunday. It's a big weekend this weekend, right? Big weekend to reach out to our community um, through both Serve Day Saturday and then again Sunday. Am I, am I still ringing a little bit? Okay, yeah, if you can just maybe just turn me down a little bit. Um, so anyway, it's, it, it's going to be a great opportunity. So I, I, was, I was praying about this and, and thinking about it in John 13, 34, uh, before, I, before I, we go to 1 John. John 13, 34, Jesus said, so now I am giving you a new commandment, love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. And then John continues this teaching in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 7. He says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and he and his love is brought to full expression in us. Then if you drop down to verse 20 and verse 21, it says, If someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. But if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their Christian brothers and sisters. Father, we thank you for your word and your time and your word. Thank you for this time already tonight uh, as we uh, experience you and seek after you. Lord, I pray you bless our time and your word. Lord, continue to stir us up and fill us with your love, that your love would overflow in us to each other and to other people all around us. Lord, give us the grace to apply this to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For the ter- third time in this book, John stresses love as a test of the Christian life. And then I love it in verse 9, he traces back the source of love. The source of love was the cross, right? He said, God showed us how much he loved us by sending his son, sending his son to this earth to go to the cross to die for us. He exhibited, he showed us his love. You know, even if God did nothing else for us after sending his son to die on the cross, that would be enough to show how much he loves us, right? If, if the Lord just, just, just died, forgave us, and said, hey, I forgive you, and I grant you eternal life, even if, if, if he didn't do anything else after that, it stopped right there, that would still show the, the, how much God loves us, the, the, the infinite you know, power of his love, right? But we know he didn't just stop there. It goes way, way further than that. So tonight, we're going to look at this passage and see if we are who we say we are by the way that we love others. I titled this message, The Proof is in Your Love. You know those saying the proof is in the pudding? Well, basically, what John is saying is that the proof is in your love. The proof of who, as believers, as Bible-believing, born-again Christians, 
Uh, we, we often say this. It's not about a T-shirt or a bumper sticker or saying Christian or cross around your neck. None of those things are, are wrong. But John's telling us that the way that you prove that you are a Christian is by your love. Amen? It's by how you love others. And by the way, I looked up again. Pastor Todd talked about this Sunday about that's the word agape love. But all the times you see love right here in John, God is love and all that, it means the same thing. The same love God loved us with, when he's saying love each other, he's saying love each other with that same kind of love. All right? So let's look. I just want to give you three thoughts right now just about, uh, about us loving. Loving others proves that we are in a relationship with God. Loving other people proves that we are in relationship with God. That's what 1 John 7, 8 says. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not know God, but anyone who does not love, does not know God, for God is love. Now, he goes a little bit even further in John three ten. He says this. He says, so now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. He's getting hardcore now. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. That's what we call being straight up nowadays. John's being straight up. You remember a few weeks ago, I don't remember if it was a Sunday morning or Wednesday, when I, I talked about how not everybody's a child of God, everybody's a creation of God but you're not a child of God until you get born again. He makes it clear. There's children of God and children of the devil. You see that? I'm not making this stuff up. Is that in your Bible too? And he said the way that we know that is by the way that we love, right? So look at verses 14 and 15 again. If we love our Christian brothers and sisters, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers do not have eternal life within them. Listen, these verses makes it clear. John is saying that, you know what, if you don't have love and even further, if you hate somebody else, especially another Christian, he's making it clear you're not even saved. I didn't say that. He did. Are You, you read those verses like he, this is how important it is for us to love other people. And, and we're going to get into it. I know, I know it's not always easy. I know it's not always easy to love people, but he's saying this is, this is the true sign of us as Christ followers, our disciples, our Christians, is by our love, right? I mean, how many of you have maybe heard someone say that they were a Christian, but they either said or showed by, by that, that, that they didn't have love for another brother or sister? Have you ever seen or heard? Or maybe you're that person like, man, I just, I can't stand that person. I can't, you know, it just, they, they refuse to, to exhibit any kind of love towards another person. These things ought not be. John says these two things can't go together. Y'all tracking with me? In John 13, 35, Jesus said, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So again, and, and I'm going to just, I'm going to start right here about Saturday you know, where we're going, and I'm going to talk about it more, where, where we're going Saturday is great and awesome what we're going to do. You know, but when we like, just talking about loving one another in the church right now, you know, you think about it, man. If, if somebody from the outside world comes in, somebody that's not a believer, never been to church, comes into the church, and let's say sees two Christians at odds with each other, being ugly to each other, that's not a good thing. Matter of fact, Jesus said the way that they'll know that we're his disciples is for our love for one another. First and foremost, it has to be the way we interact and how we love 
one another, right? You know, I think about this. I, I knew twin sisters in high school. I was friends with these twin sisters. And, and, and these girls, like, would fight all the time, like, fight each other. Like, they just were always at odds, could never get along. We knew them. We, used to, we had friends. We all hung out together, go to their house. These girls could not get along for anything. But I tell you what, as soon as somebody tried to mess with one of the sisters, like at school, those girls are all about, like, taking up for their sister, right? Like, they, they, they proved, even though they, they, they would, couldn't get along with each other, they would prove to the rest of the people around them how much I love my sister. Because if you mess with my sister, then it's going to be on. You know what I'm talking about? You ever been like that or knew somebody like that? They proved it by their actions that, hey, this is my sister and I still love them. You know, it should be the same way with us. Instead of critiquing and being critical and judgmental of one another, we should have each other's back. We should take up for one another and help one another, right? And so, anyway, so Jesus, what John says here is that our love, and what Jesus is saying in this, our love for one another, that agape, that unconditional, that unfailing, that undeserved love should be expressed to one another. You know, because listen, guys, it, it, if y'all don't know this already, listen, people are going to hurt you. People are going to mess up. Listen, I know I've hurt people in this church. I know I've messed up, and, 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 I'm, and I apologize. I'm sorry. I know we're not perfect. We're going to, as, as much as we try to do our best, we're going to hurt each other. But that agape love he's talking about is an unconditional love. It's an under, not saying that you won't get hurt and you got to work through things and process things and, and, and get healing and, and work through some faults and stuff. We get it. But, man, that should not ever quench our love for one another. Again, just like those two sisters, they would do things to each other all the time. It seemed like they couldn't stand each other, but there was this deep underlining that, that twin tie that they had that no matter what, they still loved one another. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we should have the same thing, right? Amen. All right. The second thing is that not only love proves that we're in a relationship with God, but loving others proves that we actually love God. We can say, and we encourage y'all to, hey, tell the Lord that you love him. But loving others proves that we love God. Look what it says in 1 John 4, 20, 21. If someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their Christian brothers and sisters. So he's saying if, if we can't love one another and we can see each other, how can we say we love God and we've never seen him before, right? And you got to think about it because especially as brothers and sisters, we are created in the image of God, right? So we are created in his image. So if we love him, we should be able to love those that are created in his image. Now, I get it. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying that this is easy by any means, right? I'm not saying that this is easy. You have people that are sitting right next to you that you've taken vows with and lived in with for many years that it's hard to love sometimes, right? Right? Amen? Thank you, Marie. At least she helped me out. She's, she's the honest one in the crowd tonight, right? You know? I, my, my wife, if she was here, would tell you that I am not always the easiest person to love. I know that. But we're going get, to get to that later that thankfully we don't have to try to do this on our own, right? See, love for God expresses itself in love for other believers. You can tell how much someone loves the Lord by the way you see them love others. Like you can tell just by the way that, that, that you know, I, I go back to Pastor Todd, man, I see the way Pastor Todd loves people. I know his love for the Lord because the way he truly, genuinely loves and cares for people. 
Amen. I have a pastor friend of mine. I've, I've been going minister at his, his church in the evenings this week, and he's the same way. He reminds me a lot of Pastor Todd. He truly loves the people in his church. You can see the way that people interact with him. He truly, I know he loves the Lord because the way he loves his people, right? The way that we love others, you can tell the love that you have for the Lord, right? So the first, these first two I've been talking about uh, is just geared, basically geared towards other believers. Uh, but this last one I want to talk, I want to look at, I want to look at it through the scope of loving all people. Kind of turn the corner now, and we know, most of us know what I'm talking about tonight, how we need to love one another. Now, I do want to, we're going to pray about all of this in a minute, you know, but now this last one, I, I want to look at it through the scope of loving others, loving loving everyone. Number three, loving others expresses God's love to the fullest. Right? When we, when we love other people, we're expressing God's love to other people. First John 4, 12, no one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. You see that? God's love is brought to full expression in us. So, you know, as believers, I've heard it said that, you know, we represent God to the people, the people that don't know him, and also the people to God. So, so we go before God on behalf of lost people, people that don't know the Lord. We go to him on their behalf and pray for them and ask God to save them and to touch them, as we've been doing this week and we're going to do here in, in a few minutes. But then also when we go out into the community or God in our day-to-day life, we represent God to the people. Are y'all, Is that clear? Are y'all tracking with me? So when we love with that agape love, with that Christ-like love, how will people know that God is real and that he is a God of love unless we show him, right? That's what John's saying here, is that his, the full expression of the Lord's love will be made manifest in us as we love others and it's going to overflow from us. That's why I just prayed that. And I often pray, Lord, fill me with your love. May your love fill me and overflow from me. Like, I don't want to just experience God's love for me. Yes, I do. But I want it to overflow so that other people truly know that the Lord is real. Because you start loving on people that are unlovable or hard to love, you know. Especially, let me stop and say this. Especially people that have never experienced true love or haven't maybe experienced love in a long time. When you begin to love on them. What a true, genuine love. I mean, genuine, purest love that you're not trying to get anything from them. Nobody's making you do it or any of that. Man, I tell you what, that's when people begin to know that God is real. They experience the love of the Father coming through. The Lord expressed, again, now we're we moving into this weekend and just how our lives, our mindset should be the motivation of what we're doing. See, the Lord expressed his love through action. John 3.16, God so loved the world that he what? Gave. He did something. He loved the world, so he showed the world he loved the world by giving his one and only son. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world, verse 9 of 1 John. We need to do the same. When we tell somebody, we show, if we say we love people, we got to show them. We got to express it, right? You know, we express God's love by our sacrificial attitudes and actions. It's one thing to tell, right? Don't, don't tell me you love me, but what? Show me, right? This is what we will be doing Saturday and hopefully on a regular basis. Everything we do, which is great, the work we're going to be doing, you know, is, I know it's going to bless people Saturday and Sunday giving out the school supplies. But I pray and, 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 I, and I hope that everything is motivated from this true agape love, right? 
That everything we do, no matter if it's a building you're washing, your construction, feeding a homeless, going visit, everything we do is not out of, I hope you're not going out of obligation or out of guilt or because you feel like you have to. I truly pray that whatever you signed up to do Saturday or Sunday is motivated purely by the love of Christ and wanting to share Christ's love with others, right? That, and, and, and I want you to be going to pray for that. We're going we're gonna to pray for this in a minute. That the full expression of God's love would be made manifest in us and would begin to flow out into our community, right? Hebrews 10.24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good work. So as a staff, that's what we've been doing the last few weeks, right? We have been trying to motivate you into acts of love and good works, Right? We've been thinking, we, we thought up ideas and things, ideas from y'all maybe of what we can do. That's what we've been working on the last month or, or month plus, especially these last couple of weeks, trying to motivate you. And that's, again, what I'm kind of the last pitch tonight to motivate you that, hey, you know, even if you signed up, I'm just, as I was praying today and, and meditating on this, that whatever you sign up to do, the motivation would be out of pure, unadulterated love. Rick Renner says this, the local church is designed by God to be a spiritual family where people, listen to this, sincerely love and are mindful of other people's needs. See, when you truly love and you're mindful of people's needs, that's when the love goes into actions, right? I begin to think about this, that the greatest way that I can show my wife that I love her is my actions towards her. It's finding out her needs and then trying to meet them. And here's the kicker, before she asks me to do it, right? I know that when I do something, I got a brother right there shaking and said, like, yeah, you're right. I know what you're talking about. It's true. When I, when I do something for her that she just, I see she has a need, she's expressed a need, and she's not even expecting me to help or do something, and I do it, she's like, she tells me that, oh, this shows me that you love me. I've heard her say that verbatim. This shows me that you love me. I could tell her. As, as the day is long and the summer is hot, right, that I love her. But when I do something for her, just being mindful of what she's needing, that shows her that I love her. It's the same way with everybody else, right, with every other relationship. And that's what we're trying to accomplish this Saturday and Sunday. We don't want to just tell our community that we love them. We want to show them, right? And I pray it doesn't just stop this weekend, but it continues on, Right? As I close, look what it says in 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, keep your love for one another at full strength since love covers a multitude of sins. So as we wrap it up, let me ask you right now. Is your love at full strength? If you had a little meter about where your Christ-like agape love is, first and foremost to the other brothers and sisters in the church and then just to people in general. What's your love level like? Is it at full strength? If it's not, we're going to pray tonight uh, that, that the Lord helps us with that. You can go ahead and stand with me. And I want to, we're going we're gonna to take, we're going to take a moment to kind of pray through this. Come on, why don't you just go ahead and close your eyes right now as the worship team's getting ready. Let's go ahead and close your eyes and, and just, just ask, ask the Lord and just begin to think about it. What, is my love at full strength? What is my love level like? I, I don't know. That might be a hard thing to indicate. Maybe one of the ways you can indicate is how do you treat people? How do you treat people on a regular basis? People in the church, your spouse, your children, your coworkers. How do you treat them? Let me ask you this. How do you respond to people? How do you respond from the people that are closest to you 
to the people that you never met. Because you remember it says that love covers a multitude of sins. So what that means is, is that if, if our love is at full strength, we can overlook people's faults, right? We can, oh, it's easier to overlook somebody's faults when our love is overflowing, when Christ-like love is overflowing. You know how I know that? Because that's what Jesus did for us. And he continues to do, right? He had such a love, an agape for us, that yet, the Bible says, when we were yet still sinners, he died for us because he loves us so much. The Father loved us so much that he sent his son. Jesus loved us so much that he took our place on the cross. So let's begin to pray. So how, how do we do this? How, how can we truly love like the Lord? Well, let, let's just start with, you, with your eyes closed. Let's begin to pray. First and foremost, let's ask the Lord to forgive us for not loving this way. I know I'm guilty. What about you? I know there's been many a times where I've not loved in a Christ-like way. Come on, let's start right now and just ask the Lord to forgive us right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you would forgive me. Come on, I want you to pray right now. Come on, this is the time. Come on, we, we're shifting back into a prayer meeting atmosphere. I want you to pray right now and ask the Lord, if you haven't loved this way, maybe recently, maybe even today, ask the Lord to forgive you. Maybe it's been a pattern. Begin to ask the Lord to show you in areas maybe where you fall, you have fallen short of loving people in a Christ-like way. Lord, I ask that you forgive me, Lord, personally. Lord, I know I have fallen so short in this way, and I ask that you would please forgive me for not loving, not, not, not showing that agape love to, to, to my family, Lord, to my, my brothers and sisters here in the church, Lord, to those that I've never met before. Lord, I, I want to I show them your love. Please forgive me for not doing that. Come on, y'all pray with me, saints. Lord, have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us. Please help us. Now let's ask the Holy Spirit to help you to love. The Bible says that the, the love of God has been shed abroad or poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. He's the one that can help us to love. So let's ask the Holy Spirit. Come on, you might want to lift your hands. You might want to open your hands as a sign that you're opening your heart. And let's ask the Lord right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, help us to love like Jesus loves. Come on, cry out to the Lord with me, saints. Cry out to the Lord with me. Come on, church. Ask the Lord, I need to learn to love like Jesus loved, Lord. God, hope in my heart. Break my heart for the things that break yours, Lord God. I pray, help me, Lord, that my love would cover a multitude of sins, that I would be, Lord God, slow to anger and quick to love, Lord God. I pray, increase, come on, ask, ask the Lord to increase the love of God in our life, Lord. Increase, Lord God, I pray the compassion of Jesus would flow from our hearts, would fill and flood our hearts, the love of Jesus, I pray, would fill and flood our hearts, Lord God, tonight and every night, today, tomorrow, Lord God, this weekend, Lord, I pray that, Lord, that something even right now, come on, supernatural, maybe shifting and changing in you, and maybe your heart's getting softened, maybe the Lord's bringing somebody's to your attention, to your mind right now, that you've had a hard time loving, ask the Lord to help you to love that person, that your heart would be softened towards that person, or maybe a group of people that you have a hard time with, that you get frustrated with. Come on, ask the Lord right now. Lord, Holy Spirit, give us that Christ-like love. Help us, Lord God, to overflow, to love like you love, to live like you live. You said it's our love for one another that will show the world that we are your disciples, Lord. Not just that we come to church, not just that we sing Christian songs, Lord, but that we love with a true, unfailing, unwavering, unconditional, undeserved love, Lord. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. Now come on, let's ask the Lord that everything we do every day in this weekend would be motivated by love. Amen. Come on, you you've maybe maybe you signed up, maybe not, I hope not, but maybe you signed up with a wrong motivation. Maybe your spouse signed you up for this weekend. Maybe you're doing it, but you was thinking of kind of doing it grudgingly. Come on, let's ask the Lord to change our motivation for Saturday and Sunday and every day that we be motivated by love. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all pray with me, saints. I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that your love would be the fuel for everything that we do, Lord God, for every action, Lord God, that we do, that it would be your love that motivates us, Lord God, that it would be love that fuels us and empowers us and uh, uh, catapults us forward, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God. We pray for an increase of your love and an increase of your anointing that we can be effective Saturday, Lord, that we can be effective Sunday, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, in Jesus' name. Help us, Lord. Show us to love like you do. Help us to be loyal like you're loyal to us, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, come on, let's pray specifically right now for this weekend. Come on, let's let's pray and ask the Lord as we're motivated by love that we can be effective in all that we do this weekend. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help us to be effective. Help us to be fruitful. Help us to be successful, Lord, both Saturday and Sunday for serve day and everything that we do, Lord God, in every single project and every single home we go in and every nursing home as we encounter the homeless and the hurting, the broken. Lord, I pray, Lord, use us. Come on, ask the Lord to use you, saints. Come on, ask the Lord for a greater anointing upon your life. Lord, we pray for a greater anointing to be used by you, Lord God, in a more effective way, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now, come on, let's pray specifically now for the people that we're going to encounter. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us, Lord God. Help the people, every single person that we encounter, that we touch. Come on, let's pray for for them to be touched and experience the love of God and that they would get saved. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that every single person we come across Saturday and Sunday or that we've never met before, that 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 they've never met you before, I pray that these people would experience your love. I pray, Lord God, that we can express that our love would be the full expression of your love, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that they would encounter the love of God like they've never had before. Or maybe they've heard about your love. Maybe they've like seen people talk about your love. But Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that this weekend they would experience your love from our, our hearts, our mouths, our hands, and our works, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. We pray for souls to be saved. Come on, y'all pray with me, saints. Come on, let's pray. The, the, the Lord said to pray that the raise up workers in the harvest. Come on, we need more workers to pray and to work. Lord, I pray as we have these workers in here. I pray more workers would sign up. More workers would come. Not just for this weekend, but Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that other, Lord God, Bible-believing Christians would rise up, Lord God, to, to, to fulfill the Great Commission. Now we pray for lost souls to be saved. This Saturday, this Sunday, I pray, Lord, lift the blinders off of their eyes, Lord God. We know the enemy has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would lift their, the blinders off of them, Lord God. I I pray for a breakthrough. I pray for softening of hard hearts. I pray for healing of broken hearts and those that are hurting, those that are wounded, those that are addicted. Lord, I pray 
my God, just as you delivered me and so many others from addiction, Lord, I pray, break the stronghold and the power of addiction, Lord God, and bondage off of their life, Lord. We pray that many souls would get saved, lives would get changed, people would have hope and be encouraged, Lord God. This weekend, Lord God, we are believing for great and mighty things to take place this weekend, Father God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, we worship. Come on, let's just worship now. Lord, we worship you. We believe. We trust you. Lord, we want to be more like you.